All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is November 15th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. As always, I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So today it is my pleasure to welcome back my good friend, Dr. Scott Young. He and I, uh, we hit it off pretty much immediately. We started talking, I think it was probably about three, four months ago. I don't know, maybe it was longer, but right away. Six uh, or six to eight. We was it really started, that? Okay, we started yeah, fun. and then we've been texting back and forth the whole time. We have, we have, and honestly, we've developed a really great rapport, and it's an honor to have you on my show. So for people who don't know who Dr. Scott Young is, first of all, you're probably new, and I know that there are a lot of new people out there, right? So I'll just say this. He's an audiologist, but he's... Also an author, he uh, wrote Revelations of the Red Pill. You can actually see that right behind him, the great book behind him right there. And uh, he's basically an expert on the QFS. He's an expert on Nasara and Jasara. We're going to talk about those two topics tonight in some detail and pretty much can talk about anything having to do with the Great Awakening uh, with pretty impressive detail. So, Scott, it's great to have you back on the show. Welcome. Well, thank you. I appreciate getting to see you, too. Isn't that so much fun? We were talking about that beforehand, too. How yeah. fun it is to see you with that, too. All right. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, it's a new experience for me. I think the audience probably knows I'm still getting used to being on camera. It kind of, you know, changes my workflow a little bit. Sure but, does. Uh, people people have really responded well to it. They've been really supportive. And well, uh, you know, and and they, I, if you don't mind, I wanted to share what what's happening on Twitter. Can sure. I can, you mind tell it? Was when you're when you were talking about that, do you know that there's about like three to five dudes that we I kind of follow that I never really understood, but you know, they're behind the camera or behind a whatever, you know, kind of thing, or they got a, a big face shield or something, you know, mm -hmm. and they're going November something or other, they're coming off. It's coming off. And I'm like, why it's like it's time and and there's like this internal thing that's it's time mm. and and that kind of stuff hit me it's been hitting me the last couple of mornings you know I, like i've said i get up at four or five in the morning except for last morning um but you know or yesterday or today um but it's like you it's know when i get up there i think to myself wow what time does this man go to bed <laughs> I try. I mean, but I, I don't I don't sleep that much. I get maybe five or six hours if that, you know. So I, you know, it's just Same. not I just don't sleep any. Well, once but, you have kids, you don't need as much sleep after. Yeah, I'm old guy. So what does it matter anymore? It doesn't really matter at that point. But you know, but what 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 I I started thinking about is like if I went back in time and told my um 2020 summer self when i really said i'm going to really share this nasara piece very heavily and i'm going to show it my youtube channel hadn't passed a thousand um it's sixty thousand right now and i know for a fact it's been protected by someone i have no idea who and i just thank you god that it has been but um but and, and and that's not against other people because I know other people are doing great things and they gotten bounced like eighty four thousand times each, you know. So, right. but but if I had gone taken that what I knew then and said, you know, it's not going to happen until in twenty twenty three, I'd have been like, dude, I'm giving up. 
man. I mean, that, I mean, that's just a long time, you know, to go through. Yeah. But guess what? There's that, there's a, a there's a, a, a quickening. And that's actually the only thing. It's a, it's a spirit point. There's a quickening happening in the truthers and in the patriots. And that's what you guys need to kind of take a hold of. Um, you know, we, we talk about this a lot. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the promise of things unseen. And my, my tea is honey. And I want you to think about honey as a substance. You don't really hold it. You kind of get it on. It gets all sticky and you're like, you know, kind of thing. But you, when you have that kind of substance that mm. you can't really grab, that's what this, that's where, where we are in this movement. Mm. Um, and we are so super close. And I know you hate that because people go, you said that six months ago. I don't understand. But so much is happening right now, um, including something that I just got sent by another truther is in the, um, I, I guess, Congress passed, tried to, you know, is forcing past their little bill, the 45-day bill, right? And inside of it, it actually has that they want to be able to let Biden take over the Internet. And you're going, what? I mean, like, like. I hadn't heard serious? about it. Yeah, and seriously, and so I had to like research it because it didn't sound right. And I'm going, yeah, but Mike Johnson doesn't want, I mean, wants Trump. And I'm like, and and again, 3D, you know, 3D chess here. We're, we're you know, we're way, way, way thinking ahead here. I would say, and, and Patriot and I both have spent a ton of time. If you listen to the show, you need to spend time on that. Go back and look at his stuff when we talk. He talks about EBS or EAS or however you want to talk about it. But EBS, the EAS, that is incredibly important, and it's centered on the internet. So if they're trying to push forward a bill to keep the government going and it's centered on them taking control of the Internet, what would the military's response be? Mm. Go. Because we always know, and, and I have people that talk all the time like, yeah, but do we really have to do an EBS? Yes. Um, study the history of EBS. EBS was created by JFK. It morphed into the EAM, which is into the EAS. What was and and when I and when you hear people say like the EBS is going to go for three weeks and they're going to turn off all your power and all the water and 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 they give all the scare message. And I'm going, okay, focus, focus. What's the military's purpose they can't they don't get to like go off and go willy-nilly here okay because we're trying to be legal right what's the dod's purpose in utilizing a an ebs because we'll just use that as the general term mm -hmm. two reasons it's to um override the tv signals so hollywood doesn't get a role in in the lie uh, okay. and secondly it's the media so what it was is a, a 
a, a carrier signal that would override radio and TV signals. Now, if you grew up in the, and you know, I mean, I was born in the '60s, so if you, you know, lived in the '70s and '80s, I mean, you didn't have cable TV, right? And so you under understand you you had your rabbit TV things and you got them in the right directions, you know, to get them in that that kind of thing. That's what you're seeing here. Well, um, now we have this expanded part of cable and we have social media. So the, when when Q talks about it, talks about a kill switch. Uh, Q talks about, and, and I think it's in 34, isn't that right? Number 34 is the... 34, I think that's correct, yeah. Okay, and 34 talks about it, and it says... By that, e Bill, you talk. Yeah. yeah, it says EBS, but, but it puts it in parentheses. Now, if you're writing a book, and by the way, when I write a book, and I'm going to say emergency broadcast signal, and then what I'll do, and this is a this is a, a writing trick, okay? So when you you always introduce the topic that you're you're in you're doing for the reader, okay? English point. So <clears throat> I go emergency broadcast signal, and then I'll put in parentheses EBS. But did you know that the Q team actually broke that? And no one's ever really talked about it because they talked about EBS. And then they, in parentheses, they go EAS. And you're like, what? I mean, why'd you put EAS? I mean, it, they, they didn't say the same thing. And they might have said emergency broadcast signal and EB, EB. And you're going, that's not the same thing. You know, I mean, you didn't say emergency broadcast signal and then EBS. Well, it's morphed over the years. That's what it's trying to tell you. It's telling you a story. So it has, we have to do a couple things. We have to unfilter the, the internet because the search engines are critically broken. Mm, and a, a truther, anyone who wants to know that any search engine, including Brave, is, 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 um, is broken, is just type in this, Nasara. You type in Nasara into the search okay. engine, and the first five to seven of them are, uh, it's a scam. I don't care what search engine you do. So if you do that, what you're basically saying is that they have um, limited the scope of that. So what we have to do is allow the people who have sort of, I, I don't think, I don't believe that there are people who are fast fully fast asleep unless they're like 90 years old and they've never seen that, you know, anything going on, but I'm talking about fast asleep. I think what most people have done is there's a cognitive dissonance inside of them. And that's why they're all acting funky. Hmm. They're out there acting really crazy. And you're seeing like all these weird shootings and weird like stealing everything in a FedEx van or something like that. And you'd never see that before. Um, that's the cognitive dissonance. When your psyche is so out of whack, the word psyche is, um, or CK is, is where we get the word psychology. And it means in Greek, the soul. It's where we get the mind, the will, and the emotions. They're, 
mind, will, and emotion so out of whack, they don't know how to process the information. And so in essence, like in the movie 2001, it says, does not compute, does not compute. And, th and they're, they're freaking out. Mm -hmm. And so what, what has to happen is that we have to give them truth. And I always say truth is like that dead fish that rises to the surface of a lake. And, and you can't keep shoving it down. Like the Gavin Newsom's and everyone, you know, all the liars, the 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 freak cabalists, they want to shove the fish down, right? You know, they want to put the homeless away behind their little bars and then bring out their little flags and make sure that they do the right things. But but they can't shove truth down. It always pops to the surface. Right. And I don't care if you are a believer in Christ or you're not a believer. You know that when truth comes out, when you come out and you said and, and you do a um, well, well, let me let me give you an example. Do you know that um, mathematicians, their thesis and their doctoral research is actually they'll go through the textbooks and find errors. Oh, yeah. And they're. Their thesis research is about the, the math error that they find. And so they will resolve that problem and find out on page 197. And, and it's a complicated error. It might be a calc two kind of problem. And they're resolving that. And, and it, it's not because it was like a, a clerical error. It was a better solve of that problem with that. Okay. And, and that's what that's why truth has to come out. And so that's what the EBS is about. So I believe what we're going to see is a flushing of the internet. And some people want to say Starlink satellites coming out. It's fine. I, I don't. I don't. I don't care. I don't really know. I don't, it doesn't really matter to me, right? And then, secondly, you cover over just the social media and the, the and and the the TV broadcast because guess what. You're not turning off the electricity and, and killing people in hospitals, okay? It's tr It's got to be truncated down. Because when you hear truthers say, it's going to go on for three weeks, I want you to think about some of your a little bit unhinged friends, and they see three weeks of hangings, what do you think they're going to want to do off the end of their porch? Mm. Okay, you, you, you got to like truncate the sucker. Okay. You can't have, you know, like really bad things all the time. So I believe that we're going to see that kind of thing going on in a me, short truncated point. Let me just interject for a second here, because I mean, you're, you're laying out a bunch of really cool stuff. And I agree with you. Um, but this is actually something that I was I was just talking about with Kerry Cassidy the other day. We were talking about I'm sure you're aware that Jan Halper Hayes has, has uh, come out and she's basically said that tribunals are already going on. Right. And yeah. we know we've been talking about for a long time that, well, not necessarily you and I, but the community has been talking for a long time about uh, secret tribunals and right. secret right. executions. Right. So. There's a long list of people, a whole litany of names, like, you know, from everyone from, you know, Tom Hanks to most recently Matthew Perry, people are talking about. But all of these people that are being supposedly executed in secret. Right. 
Um, and Jan Halper Hayes came out and she said that there are uh, ongoing military tribunals that are happening right now in the Mediterranean. And so I guess my question to you, because this is associated with the e EBS, and I'm glad that you talked about this because I get a lot of comments, honestly, you know, be, people saying, why is he so, why is Patriot so obsessed with the e EBS? Why is he always, you know, talking about the EBS, the EAS, blah, blah, blah. It's because it represents that reset. It represents, yep. not only represents, but it will in fact be the reset that yep. we've been waiting all of this time for. But that, okay, so that's one issue in and of itself. But I wanted to get your take on this. First of all, we all know that certain individuals clearly are not the same people. Like we know that there's fake Biden, Hillary, there's a long list, right? So we know they're not just the actors with little things on there, you know, and you're like, that's an actor with a, with the stupid mask on. Simple. Exactly. Right. So we've seen Occam's razor, I always say. Okay. So do you think that these people have actually been executed? And do you think, and, and if so, because this has really been my question, because there's, there's definitely a lot of precedent and there's a lot of legal, um, not only precedent, but but legal framework for having secret tribunals in the UCMJ sure. and sure. in the law of war manual. So it's not as if secret tribunals are not a thing because they are the all the time is how are they going to roll this out? How are they going to explain this to the public? And say to them, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, all of these people that you've been seeing on TV for the past three, four years, well, they were executed several years ago. How so are they going to deliver? I, I would say I would say it like this, because because uh, let me let me give you an example of someone that we have a clue about is Nancy Pelosi. Okay. So when um, Idiot was inaugurated um, in his death inauguration. She's pulled aside by a definite agent, and it's definitely a, some type of, uh, of of government agent. It is not for a good thing, and she we believe that she I was arrested that day. Yep. So if, if she was arrested that day, then they would have had their initial things. Now, she supposedly made an agreement to work with them. Now, one of the things that we found <clears throat> is that now, and it, and it might not have been that day, but I'm just telling you there, there there's a way to look at the narrative, too. Now, one of the things that found is that she decided to go off, off the reservation and do her own thing. When that happens, one of the things that they do is this is called game theory. You set two people in a room and you say, if you confess um, and you confess before he confesses, then your crime is less than than him. And you have no idea if that guy can be trustworthy in the other room. And, and so what they do is they actually set it up. And this is, this is simple police theory, okay? And especially when you operate this in a military situation where they cannot get away with anything because you already have all the evidence on them. So what you do is you go, listen, you confessed everything. You keep writing it. We're going to keep looking at it. We're going to keep writing it over and over again until we get every single thing that you ever did. And then you'll play a role like Fauci has been playing. Now, once that role is over, you can just, you know, you died of a heart attack kind of thing. Well, Nancy didn't. And so we do know that Nancy has been absolutely replaced. Okay. Well, 
are they really ever going to <laughs> explain it for the truthers enough for us to go, yeah, but what what date did she get? Like, and and we're like, no, it's like a movie, guys. It's it's like a movie that is cut. Um, you, you know, when you watch a movie and you you think about a court case. I mean, court cases can go on literally for years on most court cases. So you have no idea how the paralegal is doing this and the research and the blah, 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 and, and the back and forth and, and the delays and all this other stuff. But when you watch a movie or you watch a series and, and, and you know, and they, they introduce a court case and by the end of this, you know, thing, it's like three days later and they, they, they solve the murder and that never happens. And what you're trying to, what we're trying to say is my perception is that you'll never know the date that Nancy necessarily did, you know, hung. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and since we all kind of suspect that Joe Biden has never been the guy that, that was out there. So maybe I, I don't make up a date. I'm just just spitballing, you know, 2018. Okay. And let's say that was when he was taken over. I, I'm just making it up. And let's just say he was. So from that point on, <clears throat> that's the actor or the set of actors that are playing him. And um, when we have that, that set of actors, are we ever going to know that he was taken over here? I think that we're going to speculate for the rest of the time frame, but they're never going to tell us. So, so, but because it's, it's one of those points of secrets that you really, is, is it really germane? And that is really important that you guys got to catch. Is it germane to know that Joe Biden was the actor and the Joe Biden actor was the one that was in the fake president? And so most of us kind of see a fake president in a fake White House in a fake circumstance you know, maybe they do that one and, and maybe, and, and you know, they, they might give away one of those, but they're not going to give away all of them. And and so I would say more likely what you're going to see is a compacted cut set for, I'm making up a number, two hour thing for Nancy Pelosi. And so then we see the Nancy Pelosi from the beginning, you know, some of her crime stuff and what she did to the end of the movie where she's hanging. And you're going, and, and, you know, so that's what Jan is talking about. And I love how she talks. I think that she's actually uh, sent by God, number one. Number two, I think she's, I think she is purposefully coming out at this, such a time as this. So I don't think that we're going to have all that, that set up. But I always kind of say this, and people want to talk clones, and I go, you know, first off, there's so many problems with the clone theory conversation that I, I couldn't even get into. The easier thing is Occam's razor. Occam's razor says the most simple solution is probably the easiest solution. And we know for a fact that Kennedy had 17 separate actors that played him. We know that actors have other actors to let them go, you know, they they throw, they they send the guy out to Chicago, you know, Cubs Stadium to throw out the first pitch. That probably isn't, you know, that same actor. They just got the lookalike. 
kind of thing. Well, do you so, think they're going to start? I mean, I mean, but they're going to show executions, right? I would say so. And the, and the problem are they going to show the original executions that were, you know, what I've heard is that they. But you're not going to see. But are you going to know the date? Like that was 2019. Oh, okay. Well, the date. Yeah, I get that. I get your point on yeah. that. Right. I totally get your point on that. But I guess. You know, in some way, I mean, so is is that what you're saying? Like they may actually just play these videos of these executions and, and act as if they're happening in real time? Yeah, I don't. I think that you're you're not going to really know. I mean, that we caught, you know, this this is an ongoing operation. This has taken years to do. And then you're left to kind of say, but when did that happen? Did that happen in 22 or and they won't really tell you. And and because it's because again, even though we want to know that kind of stuff, I would keep pointing you toward is it does it matter? I mean that's an interesting know, question. That's an interesting I, question. Does it matter if Nancy Pelosi hung in 2021 and her actor has played her ever since? No, it, it literally doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter if that actor was a black hat actor doing a role or a white hat actor doing a role, playing a white hat acting like a, a black hat. I mean, it doesn't matter. Because well, I, I guess in some ways I agree that it, in the grand scheme, it doesn't really matter because as long as she's been executed for, her, for the crimes that she committed, that's really the most important thing. But what I what I'm concerned about is. People are going to be the masses are going to be introduced to a level of deception that is it's truly mind boggling. You know, yeah. the, the amount of information that's going to come out. Right. And so I think of it, I'm I'm kind of more approaching this kind of like a, from a truth and reconciliation type of a conversation where the, the you know, the people on mass <laughs> are going to have these questions. Right. They're going to. But, they're but going I think there's a way to fix that. There's a way to answer that. And let me throw Let me pitch out an idea, because, again, we don't want to have like 18 weeks of like executions all day long and no one ever goes back to work. OK, I mean, I really think it's, you know, um, Captain Kyle and I think three to five days. Some people want to say 10 days. That's fine. I don't I, I guarantee you it's not going more than 10 days. I'm telling you right now ain't going more than 10 days. You cannot have. A, a psychotic break of of the population over that longer a too long of a time frame because yeah. here's the point i think we're writing the script for every new hollywood movie for the next 10 years forget about any more time beyond that i think what we're going to see is no longer the stupid movies but they're going to make a movie of nancy pelosi like by the way, um, there's a movie, Dick, and I'm not trying to be rude here, but for uh, Vice President, uh, Dick uh, Cheney. Cheney, yeah. Yeah, so I think it was, I might say you said, that's fine, we'll say Dick. <laughs> that's the appropriate anyway, word. For it sure. was appropriate word. But, but when you watch it, there's like so much duality inside of there. And Dick Cheney is a absolute Kabbalist. Oh, yeah. Um, he's hard. full on cabal. So uh, I have no problem with um, and I know at least a dozen different um, truthers who are planning on and who are looking for humanitarian money to actually write movie scripts and and to fully do um, movie stuff. And so 
the, the military is going to go, you know what, go for it. Um, expose that. And, and that can be six months down the road. That could be a two years down the road. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and so then we, we start to see like what really happened. Um, but do you have to, do you have to get into it? The, that second of, right. of the EBS. That. Yeah. Okay. So you're thinking more, it's like uh you know, tiered disclosure in a sense, like eventually these truths are going to come out, but the initial blast is not going to be, you know, going down to the granular level and explaining right. these things because there's going to be too much of a shock and awe that's going to be happening already. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because it's it's really it's, I mean, like why do I need to know that Hillary isn't Hillary and and that she really was taken over before the election of 2016? I mean, for me to really and I know you, you might go, well, some people are going to watch this at post EBS and kind of go what? Exactly. You know, Exactly. She was arrested in September of 2016, two months before the election. And yeah. we believe that she was she's done. Um, she was done from that moment on. Mm-hmm. And personally, what I would do to all these Gitmo people is I would pipe, pipe in worship music, Christian worship music 24-7 in their in their cells and yeah. make it as loud as possible. And I would just make them go nuts because they're Satanists. Well, that's one of the things I've wondered too, Scott, is that, you know, like we've, we've heard about these, uh, these big prison barges, right. That, uh, they're, they're keeping all these individuals on. Um, and you know, there have been other, other voices that I've heard out there. I can remember, um, you know, I think 107 at some point, there have been some others who have said, you know, well, if the military, if the tribunals and the executions and all that stuff is in secret, then it's not going to really, you know, it's not going to really be the justice that people want, you know, like, so I guess if some, in some way, one, I, I, I like one in a lot of ways, but one is, especially when it comes to Nassara, he doesn't understand Nassara. And and yet he believes in a gold back currency, which is dualistic, even in in his viewpoint. I, I would say there was a time when Juan was getting into really important information and then he stopped getting as deeper information. So trust me, sometimes like if you had transported me back in time, which you couldn't, but let's say you could and put me back in 2020 and started, I started giving away all kinds of information. I guarantee you the military had been come knocking at my door and going, uh-uh, you, you we're doing something with you because you ain't going to be that. Um, because if you're giving away too much stuff, they really can't do this. And I, again, I use, I use this as an example. Um, the, the allies in World War II turned every single agent before D-Day into double agents. The only way to fix this is to have, to be on top of the narrative um, and sometimes to introduce narratives through, I will tell you, I, I know this for a fact, and I know Patriot knows this very well. We have fake Patriots out there or fake truthers. And they are, they are taking your money. They're doing a whole bunch of other things and they're, they're spreading lies. And yet those fake truthers might be NSA. And I'm just going to throw that out to you because you're going to go, what? Well, it, they're trying to get it out maybe, and they're getting a bigger audience than some of us because 
people are they're saying that they're saying they're tickling itching ears to use what the scripture says mm -hmm. and and so but but it's at least getting a piece of message out but what i perceive is that five seconds after the ebs not just um you know these government will be gone um and and i have a, a point of introduction we can kind of bring Brunson case will come in, wipe all of them out, including support staff, which is super simple. Um, but some truthers are just going to be gone. And and they're just gone because they were NSA. And they weren't really telling you the truth, or maybe some of them really were bad, you know, you know but, but, um, it's just, and, and you go, well, that's really frustrating. Guess what? We're in an info war that you have back and forth hitting each other. And so sometimes you're in the middle of it and you just go, I'm drowning. You get it. Hmm. Well, you know, I have heard that, you know, about uh, the fake, the fake truthers being out of the NSA. I haven't really talked about that on my show, but I definitely have heard about that. And, uh, you know, I mean, certainly people make a pretty good argument, you know, some of these individuals, and I, I never really mention any names. It's not my style to do that. Yeah. Um, unless I'm speaking in a positive way about someone or, you know, bringing sure. up what somebody said, but certainly, um, you know, it is, it is rather interesting. I think that certain individuals seem to have kind of appeared um, very rapidly and gotten yeah. these, you know, massive followings, but um, I, I mean, some of them are awesome. Don't don't get me wrong. Some of them are right. awesome what they're doing, and they're probably going to stick around. But you know, like Jan Halperin is a different one. I mean, that one shows up in the in the thing. I think that one's definitely a good NSA point. Okay, and she actually says that she's got some deep military secrets. So obviously, she knows something with that too. So yeah, well, I mean, and, and I, I think Trump. I mean, I think the the real stamp of approval on her. Uh, is that when she came out initially and she went on that show, it was over in London on the mainstream media and right. basically, you know, uh, laid it out, laid it out and said that, you know, Trump Space Force, they have the goods on the election and all this stuff. And they're waiting for the time to come forward. And she revealed that she's on this DOD task force and all these things. I mean, these are pretty, you know, pretty amazing claims. But really, I think what 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 made her impact so seismic was the fact that Trump retruthed. Right. And basically put his stamp of approval on and say, yeah, this is accurate. Yes, she is in part. She is, in fact, you know, on this DOD task force and they're monitoring uh, right. so, you know, the uh, the alternative media community and so on and so forth. Actually, as a matter of fact, um, I've been in communication with her. So I'm, I'm hoping to get her on my show, but obviously she's she's very busy. But, I, you know, I agree. Um, there are certain individuals who have been activated right. and it's not necessarily in a bad way. It's not, it's not, it could be for a good reason, because like you right. pointed out, they're both sides are playing a role here and it's an yep. information war and they're both, they both have operatives, shall we say, or individuals that get activated at a certain point. And I think the longer that this process goes on, I think the the better that we, the people, the, the general audience out there get at sort of discerning, uh, you know, like, you know, they can, they can sort of tell um, where people are coming from, you know, right. And, it's, that, it's, well, it's pretty simple, but let me tell you what just came out uh, the other day. Uh, Mark Z, a good friend of mine, uh, does a lot of uh, a lot of conversations on, on some interesting stuff. Mark Z put out there uh, one of the best conversations about Nasara 
was that Trump team has been vetting 54,000 new people for his government. Now, it's Project 2025. You can find it on Tierney News, T-I-E-R-N-E-Y, Tierney News. And you can find it, and then and there's goes through, it's like 900 pages. Now, to write 900 pages, that ain't coming out like, I mean, it, 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 if, if that was really coming out and we really were having a 2024 election, that would have shown up in the docket for people to know about in November, December of 2024, after he wins the election. He would never release that now. It tells you we're not going to have an election. Nasara actually talks quite a bit about this. So we need to have fair elections. And we don't have fair elections. We know it. And and so I, I made this comment before too. <laughs> but why is Trump getting talking about 2020 elections? Why is there so many more videos that we've ever never? I've never seen some videos like I never saw that one before from 2020. Um, and they're just dropping to now. And there's evidence, evidence, evidence. And then on top of it, we have the judge and the juries and I mean, the judge and the and the lawyers who are ultimately corrupt. And Nasara actually says one of the big things is that it says that it will retrain judges and lawyers. Trump is trying to give you a calm with those 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 little things that those those court cases. He's talking to what's the court case about? 2020 election. Who is it? Who is it done by? The corrupt judge judges. So we got to deal with this, and we're going to wipe these people away. And 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 it's all inside of Nassar stuff. So it's it's super there, and and so that's another kind of point that we always have to kind of think about in there too. And that 2024 stuff. Uh, um, so let, let me go back to the project 2025 project 2025 for, for someone to vet someone and it's dropped. This is a 900 page document that talks about treasury talks about um, DOD, a whole bunch of different people. Uh, Chris Miller of DOD is, is, is written sections of this. This is a whole sweeping kind of reform because no one who's there that you like right now, I don't care about any of them. I don't care if all of them get washed out. If they're any good, they can get reelected you know, 120 days after Nassara comes in because that's the new, new election point. And, they, and, and here's the thing. Um, when a president wins an election or he he's in his first term, right? And then he goes to his next, his second term, they actually fire all of his staff and rehire them for the next term. Mm -hmm. Well, here's what we need to do. We need to fire the corporation and all the people in the corporation and rehire only the right ones in the new republic. And so this is this is critical to this. This is why the Brunson case is actually still there and it will be there. And most of us know that it was judged on a year and a year, a year and a half ago. Um, it, it's absolute coming true. We're just waiting for the EBS. So we've got to see that. And I always say 
nothing can stop what's happening, which you talk about too, and the military's in control. And so those are key points out there, and we have to keep focusing on 2020. So when patriots who are more like Charlie Kirk, and I'm going to give you an example, and this is not trying to beat him up. Good guy. There's nothing wrong with this guy, okay? i got to kill my camera for one second, but I can still hear you. So just yeah. keep <laughs> So keep going. Um, but Charlie Kirk, you know, really kind of cool guy. He's, you know, talks about stuff, but... He's not all the way in there, and he's talking about Trump in 2024 kind of stuff. And I'm like, I mean, that's fine, you know, but he just hasn't come all the way, you know, um, into that. And we have a lot of people like that who are, you know, really haven't gone all the way in. And most of it is related to fear. You you know, they got an audience, and they don't want to, like, tick off the audience, you know, their their particular audience, because if they really push this button, a whole bunch of people will walk away from the shows. And so it, it, it's a dance that you have to do. So 2024, I promise you, 2024 is never, ever going to happen of, of an election. And so I don't care what he says out there. There's no way. Even if you, even if, uh, you know, I I would be asking yourself this question. In 2016, the Democrats decried Trump winning the election. But you know when they stopped talking about it is about a month or two after after he was in office. Realize that. I mean, there's, you got, you know, November, what, 4th or whatever to, you know, January 20th. Well, they talked about it then over and over and over again. Now, about a month or two after, they stopped talking about it. And then, and why? It's it's because it was over. Why are we talking about a 2020 election three years later? It's because it ain't over. It ain't over. It, and, oh. and we need to fix it. Well, would you agree with me that hypothetically speaking, if we did have an election in 2024, and I agree with you that we're not going to, I, I, I am. Yep. Well, for for a number of different reasons, I, I just simply think that it's. Well, I'm just going to say I don't think it's going to happen, so that I, right. so I won't go in a different direction. But let's just say hypothetically, it did happen, right? Sure. And we had another election, and you know, even if Trump won, because there are some people out there, like you mentioned. Uh, you know, Charlie Kirk, there are a lot of people, I think, who are, you know, they, they may have they're, they're kind of like, um, you know, they just haven't fully committed. And as you pointed out, there's sure. a big, big concern is about their audience and about making sure that, you know, because we talk to people, our audiences are already aware. I mean, we have an immense totally, yeah. freedom in a sense because our people are already up to speed. Um, but w- let's just say there is an election. And even if, you know, win, lose or draw, if that election happens. Just the action of having that election would put 2020 in the history books at that point. Sure. I mean, because I think at that yeah. point, once you have another presidential election, that's it. It's over. Yeah. You, and you can't and, and 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 you can't do it with the corporation. That's why I was super surprised by the 2022 election. I I, I mean, the midterms bothered me a lot, and I think every truther was really bothered by that. Um, because I didn't believe it was going to happen, but you know what? It was a midterm. So, you know, um, but, but I I mean, I have, I, I, there's proof out there. The dominion machines have not been calibrated in 2018, 2020 and 2022. 
If you haven't calibrated machines, that means everyone from 2018, 2020, and 2022 are invalid. Right. Well, that ain't that's everyone in Congress. That's everyone in Senate. Well, pretty close. Um, and and so you you basically wiped them all out anyway. So even if you know Marsha Blackburn or whatever that her name is, whatever. Um, uh, even if you love her, that's fine. Let's vote her back in in the new republic. We have to do this in the new republic, and they're not seeing that point. We cannot vote in a corporation anymore. That's the key element that we see. And and so I wanted to, and so that's that's why I I think it's fascinating <laughs> that the Trump team is vetting people. Vetting people can be as easy as doing background checks and a few other things with with them. But listen, if you are inside of the cabinets and other things, we're talking about top secret clearance. Mm -hmm. And I know a little bit about that that kind of stuff because I've been around too many people with top secret clearance. And there are so many ways that they actually do it. And, and this is a little bit old school, but basically what they will do is they'll ask the person a billion questions. And then they go, okay, tell me five people that know you, and and they will they will march out to those different five people and ask a billion questions about Jody, and they'll keep at and they'll say tell five tell me five other people that know Jody, and so they'll keep branching out until the and this is for top secret clearance kind of thing, and it's it's a laborious process. So think about this for a second. If that book is completed, nine hundred. <laughs> something pages is completed well then that sucker's been written from from 2021 ish i mean because you got to compile it and do all the other stuff so it's probably a two-year process to put that sucker together so they've been planning this they've been planning for him to take over and and i always say patriots you're awake and it maybe it's your time to be mayor of your town um, maybe it's time for you to be, you know, the, on the school boards as, as little as that, you know, or, or whatever that might be. Um, but you need to be involved. And that's what happened in, in, this, in the Revolutionary War. The Revolutionary War people, all of them served in different ways in the governments because um, there wasn't enough people to do it. And we needed to have that because we wiped out all of the British subjects. So we had no one in government. Well, that's that's coming. That's coming. That's that's why you have to do it is because you we've wiped out the British subjects for the last time in this way too. Okay. Well, since we've you know we've really you know kind of digging in here to the to the EBS. Let me ask you this. Um, we know that the Trump trial is coming up, right? We got that coming. It's slated for March. And a lot of people are talking about the announcement that the Trump team is going to be using all of this classified evidence, right, right. to uh, to prove election fraud. Exactly what we're talking about, going back to 2016, all the way through 2020, through 2022, etc. Uh, first of all, do you see that as being the Trump card? Or at least, you know, one of them, perhaps. I happen to think that there may be that there are several Trump cards, let's just say. Um, and I get I guess the the essence of my question is, 
what are the prerequisites that have to happen before we get to the EBS point? And do you think, because I, I'm kind of, I mean, believe me when I tell you, I want the EBS yesterday. Okay. So I'm not rooting for this thing to go on any longer than it has yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of my analysis, I try to be pragmatic and I try to think, you know, realistically about, okay, this is what I want, but I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go too hard in terms of, you know, uh, you know, projecting my fantasies without tempering them with some reality. So we've got the Trump trial coming up. I happen to see that as I don't want to I don't necessarily know a prerequisite is the right word, but something that has to happen before we get to the EBS point, because the way I see it is that they're going to introduce all of this evidence that was gathered by the military in this sting operation. They're going to prove that the election fraud actually took place. And the deep state, of course, is going to react to this. And I see that as being the major trigger point for a lot of these things to happen that would maybe bring on the EBS, that would create the conditions for the EBS. I, and it, and it, no, that, that is one possibility. I mean, okay. that is one super strong possibility. I just can't feel it coming mar to March. Okay, okay. you think soon. Uh, yeah, and I think it's more of a calm than anything else. I think he basically said, I'm going to tell you the military evidence in essence. Um, and he's going, well, who, you know, he's like, how does he tell you the evidence? You got to ask that question. How does Trump, a non-president in that point, how does Trump have evidence without military intervention? The answer, he doesn't. So therefore, he's the CIC already. We know that, Commander in Chief. He's the CIC. He's giving you a clue that he's the CIC right now. And secondly, I think I think no, obviously that is a possibility to if we have an extension of time frame, which I just don't believe it anymore. Now, from from a couple of things that I'm seeing in the background that I'm not allowed to share, but um, I think we're super accelerated. Uh, and I think if we're if we are in the super accelerated phase, then what he did was just a calm of going EBS. Now, I want you to think about this. I want you guys to purport yourself or transport yourself, excuse me, to a month after the EBS and you're patriots and you start, you know, everything that you ever talked about was right like the vaccine i mean so the covid stuff and the election fraud stuff and the child trafficking three main points that we really have to hit right and and that covers the deep state the deep state is now fully gone now we will still be kind of going after rats here and there i i guarantee you we'll be running down rats for a while yeah, I think you're right. But but it's not like the big rats you know that you sort of saw in, in essence, but but <laughs> after that happens, you basically have proven every court case out there. Yeah. I predict now uh, there's a there's a there's a legal term called class action lawsuits. Okay, so when you do a class action lawsuit, it's one of the toughest lawsuits in the in the world, and so because you have to gather evidence from multiple sources of people, like, you know, everyone has been injured by this particular piece of metal that you put in the 
in the arm or whatever and the shoulder blades of that that particular person and so they and they have to show that that piece of mesh or whatever did that and if they do then everyone receives fifty thousand dollars or whatever the number is right but it's incredibly long once this occurs and the military evidence is incontrovertible on any of those levels, I guarantee you it's going to trigger not lawsuits, but settlements. So people who have been vaccine injured are going to step up and they're probably going to be not just suing their employer, but they're going to be suing whomever else they wish wish to and 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 they're going to go yep we know about you and they'll investigate the claim yes you were vaccine injured we see that we see the date you know and there's a payout for that person um who is now permanently disabled you know kind of thing and and so the evidence is over and and i think that will also happen too so no one no one is going to be able to say which has happened in the uh, in the history of the world for politics. I didn't know. See, none of the politicians on either side of this thing will ever be able to say that. And so <clears throat> they will have clear evidence. And guess what? When we send the new Congress and the new Senate and the new state Senate and the new governors they are going to be terrified of the people. Oh, yeah. This, this is the goal of the Gitmo once. And by the way, Gitmo is only one of five different locations. One of them is Greenland area, and the other ones are, you know, all over the world with that too. I don't even know the names. I can't, I had them some time ago. But, but what those things, what they do to governments is they, they get them in terror of the people. Now, not terror that they're going to be like shot next moment, but when you broach the law ever, they're going to be like, it's going to be the straight and narrow. Now, some of you, some, you know, most of the people are going to, you're going to um, put in patriots, but you're also going to put in people who are just normal people who can be, who can, you know, go greedy or whatever um, and be, you know, accept the, you know, the, the possible bribe. Well, guess what? It's going to be so clear that if you do this, we're going to put you on, on trial. Because guess what? Every single person who has um, who has done the election fraud, mean, uh, the election and voter fraud, down to the poll workers, have signed oaths not to do this. So they're already, they, they have sentenced themselves to 20 years in prison or more. We don't, you guys don't get it. Once you prove it, are you a poll worker from, you know, 1996 to 2020? You're in prison. And and where would you, where would you put them? FEMA camps until you, until we, uh, until we find a place to put them. Because there's as many as two to 500,000 sealed indictments. And I believe that they, that's what's been happening. Why do you think there's helicopters going all overhead of all of us? Well, I agree. I mean, I, but but here's my question, right? 
what uh, so going back to kind of where I was going before, as far as you know, what needs to happen before the EAS or the EBS? Goes? I don't know of anything, but personally, have we, have we covered all our bases at this point? Do you really think it's yeah. just a trading game, or what? What do you think? What do you view as being the trigger? I know this is speculative, but you know, you do a lot of research. You're an informed guy. You have sources. I know there are certain things you can't talk about. But it sounds to well, me like you have some information I, that sort of would lend you to believe that we've kind of gotten to that point where we've hit that critical moment. And I'm curious, you know, if you could give us any more a little, little in, more insight into that. I think there's always a tension right now in this war between the military and the financial guys who are running this, um, okay. running the Nassara thing. There is a big tension that's going on. And the deeper that the financial edge of the of of I mean, the Fed is underneath. And and if you listen to any financial planner and you ask them a question, ask your financial planner, I promise you, here's what they're going to say. How are you guys, how are you guys going to solve uh, inflation? How are you going to make it where loans are, are, are usable and I can buy a house? Any one of those three questions. And, and they will tell you, um, the Fed is going to lower their rates in in um, in first quarter of 2024. And I'm like, what what fantasy land did you get on? I, don't I mean, th there is no economic sense to that statement, and so they're complete fantasy island kind of stuff. So what I'm trying to say is that <clears throat> this is this is a train wreck, and and it's it's like the 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 you know the airplane coming to the mountain. It, it and and so we're so close to that and the military but the problem that, that's happening is the military still sees a job that needs to be done and is much better done under secret ah. but the pressure is on so really from a military standpoint it would be a lot better to go tell 2026 or pick a date i don't know pick it pick your favorite date okay because a military standpoint would be a lot better to do this more secretive okay but they know dang well you can't keep the population down when it, it when the secret kind of gets out you gotta you just you gotta rip the band-aid off mm -hmm. um we are getting to the ripping the band-aid off where uh, you know, because because here's what's happening. We have paramilitary groups. America has more guns than anyone in the world times 35,000 times or whatever. And so <clears throat> you rise up paramilitary groups. It is a nightmare for the military. I mean, we can't have 2,500 military uh, paramilitary groups, uh, you know, troopers, even walking down Boston. Boston Avenue. We we can't afford that. Um, and and you go well, yeah, but we have way more troops troopers than that. We cannot afford that kind of clash. Right. Um, because no matter what, we don't know exactly what they've chosen with this. So, and and I do know that some of the paramilitary guys are really going quiet. Well, I've said that, you know, the minute that whether it's, you know, organized militias and, you know, paramilitary groups or whether it's just ordinary citizens, the minute ordinary citizens in mass start picking up their weapons, you, all bets it's, are off. It's, it's toast. And so that that's why it's really critical 
And, and I know they have, you know, they talk about this all the time. They have computer systems that look at simulations. And of course they do. Okay. Uh, the the, AI the old, gaming at the all. old movie, you know, War Games is the first one that ever talked about Matthew Broderick, you know, the AI computer game, gaming kind of thing. So the AI. Right. But you know what? AI doesn't do it all the way. You've got to smell the battlefield. Um, right now, the smell of the battlefield is we are critically massing to crazy levels with that too. Mm -hmm. And and it's been building very heavily. So weak. I mean, that's why when someone says, well, I just don't think it's going to happen until 2025. I'm like, what? So, so what you're saying to me is the election of 2024 to 2025. I mean, the center can't hold that long. I, mean, I agree. Just, I think a lot of people are just speaking out of cynicism, at least in part. Exactly. Right? exactly. Because it's been so long and people are like, oh, yeah, it's just going to keep going on forever. They're just going to keep stringing us along, you know, because people are just done. You know, a lot of people out there are just done listening to, you know, even even people like Jan Halper Hayes, who both of us mutually respect. I get a lot of people saying, oh, you know, this this woman's dangerous. She's CIA. She's Ooh. all types of stuff. I don't believe it. All I don't believe it is that is that, you know, I'm. I mean, I think in terms of, you know, my my audience, I think one of the one of the big benefits I have is being a, a an individual who's a part of this community, but not really directly connected to military sources, directly connected to, you know, financial sources. I mean, I'm just I'm just one of the people, you know, I'm just one of the one of the people out there who's a voice. And so therefore, you know, I, I kind of speak to that a lot of the time for, for better or for worse, the good, bad and the ugly. I just tell the truth about what I perceive in the Patriot community. And, and you scare the snot out of them. You you scare the snot out of the cabal. They're terrified of you. Well, I mean, you know, the, it's not me they should be terrified of. It's the people that they exactly should be right. terrified of. Because, I mean, you know, I'm one of certain, you know, other people. Certainly, I know I'm not the only one. I'm not putting myself on any pedestals here, believe me. Um, but, you know, they, sh they, they should be afraid of the American right. And, right. you know, the people, you know, earlier on, we talked about, you know, fake truthers and, you know, and, and the like. I mean, look, I don't know what's worse being, you know, being a cabal member or being one of the, you know, the fake truthers out there when all of this stuff comes out because yeah. the wrath it, of the it, American people big time. It's going to be it's going to be uh, it's going to be toast. I, I mean, I got to tell you that I have been foreseeing this for quite a while is we're seeing the pro-Palestinians, you know, the, these these little protests that to me is a really big deal when they start protesting outside of joe biden's little compounds and when they're outside i mean when that i mean which i disagree with it the point but but that's not even relevant i don't even care what they're protesting they're pro this is the left protesting the government right oh my god you you lost it you have lost it when you normies you, you, you're screwed you're no you're just so screwed it's not even funny and that is when we talk about this this military i mean that that those protests are absolutely i mean almost past the line so <clears throat> financial people are also saying financially we are past the line as well and so i see this I'm seeing this on a lot of level because I look at this this monetary issue. And, um, you know, there are groups of people that will will be paid in this this thing. 
Okay. Without getting to all other kinds of things that the one thing that I kind of wanted to move into, and I kind of, you know, texted you on this, this thing, if you don't mind me moving over there. No, uh, no, I was going to, I was going to uh, take us in that direction anyway, but yeah. But, um, one of the things that bothered me for a long time, and I really was pretty stupid on this point because I don't think I was putting it together and I don't know why it was like one of those like brain farts that I was doing. And it was like, why was I brain farting? This one is that who does the money go from, from these trusts? Okay. These from the, from the dragon families and from these ancient families who I would call them the, the easiest way to call them is the anti cabal families. Okay. These are, these are fighting against the cabal. Okay. So the anti-cabal families set up these trusts for different time frames and for different purposes. Okay. So there's a whole bunch of different trusts with a bunch of cash in there, but they're also meant for all the nations. Okay. And they're also meant to handle for many, many, many years down the road. So don't think you're going to like run in there and go get the 5 million bucks from your bond or your case of e-trust. That's just ridiculous because no, the, the economy could not afford everyone getting 5 million bucks. That's just stupid. Okay. So stop with that issue. So let's leave those parts aside. You have to ask the question. If you give the Nasara money out when you're ready to give that, right? That, that gold back money, because you have to have money. See, you, you can't just have Trump get back in office with a completely destroyed financial system um and a completely destroyed office he said and he doesn't even talking like that he knows dang well he's got the money and i'm not talking about his three half billion we're talking quadrillions of monies around the world to be able to to restart up programs okay um my question was and i've gotten this this very intelligent question that i never really could you know, I brain farted every single time was who gets the money first? And so people will go, but doesn't Joe Biden have to be out of the way? And I'm like, stop, Joe Biden will be out of the way. And and their their point was actually better than I thought it was. Because if you give the money in the past, now I want you to transport yourself in time and take yourself back. If, if you're old enough, okay, so I'm going to, I date myself, 1989, I'm in grad school. And grad school classes got, some of them got canceled because the Iraqi war was happening. And so we're all watching the CNN, you know, the, the, the bombs going over top. And so if you're watching the Iraqi war, it's the first time you've ever really seen it in person in that particular way. Now, once you got to know is, do you know that that second, the cabal was making money? They were stealing Kuwait and Iraq blind. They were ripping off. And what they did is they devalued their currency. Right. So there is a revaluation of the cabal. So this is what happens. They devalue every time they've always done this. And so when I talk to economists, they don't get this. And they, they go, yeah, but if they do it again, they're just going to keep screwing people. No, there has to be um, a way of, of, of making sure that we're not like 
revaluing or re-giving like in 1989 back to the bushes or whatever the cabal wants and what i <clears throat> because if the money comes to the governments well they're going to they're going to screw off with that money i mean they're going to squirrel it away in their own accounts which is what they always do that's why i don't trust Congress or Senate or any one of them, because they spend billions of dollars on ridiculous programs that mean nothing, right? Absolutely. Here's what here's what I understood, and it, it's been taking me forever. So forgive me, guys, for not answering the question correctly. The money has got to come to the white hat military first. Once I started to understand that and started to suss that puppy out a little bit. It's not like the guys are getting it. They're control over that. And then they have to say, okay, governments, you will line up in the way that these trusts have set up, these ancient trusts have set up, which means get rid of the cabal. By the way, you guys got, if you haven't watched um, this, uh, it's on, uh, it's on several different programs, the greatest greatest show on earth and it's it's talks about how Derek Johnson you know I mean it's it's built off of Derek Johnson's little little things of uh of the different EOs and other things that we talk about but but when you go backward in time and realize what Trump did in his first term was he was setting up the cabal and telling them you're done but and then and Jan Halperin talked about this and I have talked about it a billion times they wiped out the Vatican with all their money. What what is that about? That is that is revaluing the military, but it has to be dispensed out. And we, we're waiting for the moment of the dispensing of that point. So what what I instead I had had in my brain like, well, the governments get it and then the military. Oh my God, I don't know why I thought that. I was an idiot. It's it's the what and I'm not talking about the the freak military you see on TV, okay? I'm talking about the real white hat military you don't see, the good ones. And then they are saying, governments, you must line up this particular way. So Afghanistan, let's just use Afghanistan as an example. Afghanistan. You have to line up this way. You have had to have dealt with your cabal. Um, you have got to make sure that you've done this, you've done that. You revalue your currency. You go on, you're on a gold back standard, which is maybe the BRICS thing, which is just Sara. You need to make sure that you you when the people give in their money, that you give them back way more money because you've devalued every single person in their, their thing. So you revalue those people. You create programs that you take them out of their poverty and on and on and on and on. But you make jobs so that they're not looking for, you know, like Indian jobs are always looking for jobs in America, you know, on the phone kind of thing. Why can't Indians work for India? I'm not trying to. Yeah, no, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. So basically, what you're saying is, is that the 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 all of this, all of these funds that they that they have been seized by the cabal, um, from the cabal by the white right. hat, go to the white hats 
the military first. That that makes sense because it's really in line with what we're expecting, which is going to be military intervention and a period of, you know, basically uh, the military taking over. I don't know if we want to call it martial law, but, you know, people get. Yeah. About those and, things. and again, no one's ever felt this one before because your first inclination, I can I can already hear it, is, oh, we're, we're going to have like dictatorship because military in charge is dictatorship. No, no, like, no, 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 no. I wasn't going to go down that road. I wasn't going to no, go but, but yeah, but that's one thing that people bring up. Yeah, no, people, you know, I, I get that. Okay, so the, so this this all has to happen though. Does this does this is this currently going on? I or, believe that we're, we're super close. Okay, so I think I think that that that's pretty close to it. I mean, so EB, I have always felt like EBS is pretty dang for sure the first first thing that has to fall, and then Nasara. Um, so, you know, I don't know the exact moment of timing of, of when, you know, you know, EBS and then is it five minutes afterward or five days or, you know, a week and a half or something like that. But, but, you know, once you've done that, you've, here's what the, and here's the thing, the EBS is the most key um, fake false flag in the history of the world. If the Titanic was a false flag and 9-11 was a false flag, this is a fake false flag. It's focusing the people on a real issue like COVID and <laughs> other things. But your patriots need to be focusing over here on what, how your bank accounts are not getting drained, how your, what the price of gold is how your debt is wiped out because you'll be able to see it how this stuff is just and the qfs will will do it and will pull you out fully out of it and fully wipe you out and the banks are absolutely freaking out they have been freaking out for months because that they look at me and, they, and they've said this to me many times and it's not just one bank it's it's been i can t count off probably one to two dozen banks bankers who said this to me but we've made money on debt what does that mean well you come in and buy a car and they make money off of compound interest so they make money off of debt that's why they that, that's that i mean and so in essence you know yeah you're you know the customer is car dealership a that buys the loan so there's a there's a fee there so it's good for the car dealership, right? And they get paid. And then you're paying the bank, right? So that, you know, so you have to have this unfortunate relationship with the bank paying this little thing back. And they told you, and they've psych psychically, in essence, put in you, you have to pay your debts. You need to pay your debts. Make you a good citizen. It makes you a good citizen. Only a good citizen pays their taxes and pays their debts. And yet they never paid their debts one tiny bit and they don't pay their taxes. So you, you go, wait, wait a second. What's that? I said, that's why they've been laughing at us for decades. <laughs> right. And so, so you go, and, and, and I'm not talking about, and I know this goes against most patriots viewpoint because they've, they've got to break this. And I'm not talking about, you're never going to pay for things again. I'm talking about the reason for this is the money for all those, all the debt 
is how the cabal stays in business. Right. Yeah. So you gotta snip it and you gotta and you gotta wipe it all out. And it doesn't matter if if Scott goes off and buys a car five minutes before the before the EBS and then you know he has it for five minutes and then the debt goes away. It, it's not about fairness. It has nothing to do with fairness. It has to do with you gotta cut the cut it's the cord. Neutering them. Yep, because you're you're shoving them down the toilet. And so what 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 happens is the banks have to now realize that wait a second, we can make money by the wealth of the people. Well, meaning that we help them grow and we make more money by you know interest and moving money around. That's a good thing. See, when you're when your monetary value is based upon gold and something real, the value is in the money money, which is that's where you need to make the money. But see, the banks have been stealing blind people for for decades and, and generations. And, and now they're so indoctrinated in it, they don't know how to see anything but. Yeah. And so we're we're giving them a spanking that they can never get past. So that the big Fed bankers have already gone through their own bankruptcy, which means a bankruptcy reorganization. We've wiped out the layers, the top layers. The Jamie Diamonds that you think you're hearing from, Jamie Diamond is so gone, it's not even funny. He's one of the first guys out of toasted. Mm. And so whoever you're hearing from is 1,000% an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, or, or or his press secretary that isn't his press secretary, it's a, a White House press, press secretary. It is none of these people are in, who you think they are. And it's because what what we've done is they they have to actually bankruptcy out of one into another. So what they're doing is bankrupting out of the corporation and reorienting their firm under the new republic. It's the exact same thing we're going to make Congress and Senate and presidency do. Fire all of them. And if you rehire them by the electoral process, the real election process, they're elected into the new republic. And when you see the new republic standards of the oath of office, that's when you're going to go, crap, I'm signing up for that. Uh, Yeah, like if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it, but you ain't getting those you know, six hundred thousand dollar payouts every time you turn around, mm. um, so or you they, heard from your best friend. So let me just see if I'm understanding this correctly, right? So some of the things you've broken down so far. First of all, in terms of the you know backing up a little bit, because I've been taking notes as you talk. Um, that really, when I asked you the question about you know what is it that we're you know what, what's what's the rub here? What's the sticking point? What's what's the what are they waiting for? What are the prerequisites? However you want to phrase it. Uh, the way that you seem to, to 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 frame the issue is that you've got two basic sides. You've got the military side and then you've got the financial side that are, in essence, kind of like butting heads a little bit because the military, uh-huh. they've got these ongoing operations. I mean, we know that sure. they're still taking down dumbs. They're doing it in Iceland. I mean, Iceland is absolutely insane. What's going, going crazy. On. Yeah, right. So that's just a great example of what's still going on. So the military is more focused on that. But then 
you've got the financial pressure coming from you know the the entire financial community saying well we can't sustain this yep. so it, there's kind of like a, a back and forth that's going on so it's not really just the mil i mean ultimately it's the military's call right but it's not they're not the only factor in a but, sense but remember who's remember who's in charge Guys, this is the so exciting part. You have to remember who's in charge. If you really wanted a, a military commander for this time frame, you would have brought in a General Flynn or, or pick your guy, whoever you felt more comfortable with, with mentioning some general, like General Eisenhower, okay? They picked an economist, so the CIC is an economist who has been to military school. <laughs> Do you catch how cool this is? A military school trained dude <clears throat> who is a historian in his own right is an economist. And so guess who makes the call? It's the CIC going... Okay, we're at loggerheads, man. I'm mean, sitting around this side of the table once, you know, this, the financial people and the military people, and the CI says, says, screw you, we're doing it. Um and it's so Trump's call. When yeah, it is. It it 1000% is Trump's call. And that's why when I see I, I get really frustrated when you don't understand. I mean, you know, it's people who are not really supporting Trump because I'm going, you're a patriot. You gotta understand whatever you think you've heard about him, you haven't heard the truth. Oh, that's for sure. And and so um, I mean, I'm not saying he's a saint, and I'm not gonna put him as you know, he's you know, like some of these some of these morons are saying is Jesus Christ incarnate, you know. I mean, it's ridiculous, okay? I mean, you know, I, I got my almost Jesus. Every, there's almost no narrative that, that you don't hear at this point, right? People come up right. with it's yeah, stupid. Absolutely. It, yeah, he crazy. is the CIC, and right. he's appointed. I think he was appointed by God. He was tapped by God, just like Moses. Moses was tapped by God. And people want to say that we're, you know, kind of in the end times. And I have said this before. Even Julie Green even talked about this. We are in the second Exodus. So, so I'm going to introduce this to your audience because I haven't said this in your audience with that. But, but in in the but in the Exodus, we have slaves coming out of a land. And the only time that they got out of the land is after all of the plagues went through. Not just part of them. Every plague had to go through. And once every plague went through, what occurred is that they walked out of the land and they walked out of that land healthy. They walked <clears throat> for dozens and miles in the beginning and then Hundreds of miles. So you got people who were, I mean, underfed, undernourished, you know, really in bad shape. And yet they kept walking and their clothes were still good. So and and here's the thing. They walked out with gold and silver. No one catches that. They, the Egyptians gave, said, take our gold and silver. I'm like, we are in the Exodus time frame. Okay. And so. Um, in essence, Trump is like the Moses kind of character. He's the reluctant dude going, hey, man, this is not really what I wanted to sign myself up to when I was 50 years old going, I just want to build buildings. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I'll step up to the plate. 
with that. Mm. I happen, that's how I look at it. I happen to suspect, and I'm sure you know the real history will come out eventually, but I happen to suspect that Trump knew a long time before he ever announced. I mean, you know, the story that is going around is that he was approached by the military, you know, the White Hats approached him and they, you know, invited him. I know that for a fact. He was in 2014. So, but that was the first time he was approached? Well, I mean, it it was the the big approach was the military came to him in 2014 and said, and I'd heard about this, by the way, back in 2014. And I, I mean, from my my anti cabal guy. And I I looked at him like you I mean, I, I think I heard it in 2015 when Trump is sort of coming out as the guy, and I'm going, What are you talking about? I'm like, look at him like you're just freaking nuts. Yeah. Why would he be approached to take over? Because because Obama was taking him down a, a, a path. And and Hillary was the next next iteration. And the first target, and, and Wano Saban actually said this, and he's never said this since. The first iteration was to take out Seattle. And yeah. it would have it would have wiped out, you know, some of the the issues that would have happened and messed with the people, and we would have been subjugated in that supposed way. Supposed to happen under Hillary, right? Yeah. So first year um, of her presidency, I think. Right. So so then then she would have, you know, brought in the the COVID nightmare and the the Great Reset kind of stuff and all the same things that these people want to talk about. That I go, you guys are kind of cool. I, I get what you're trying to do, but the Great Reset died. When the CARES Act occurred in in April of 2020, we talked about this. It it, it died before it got out of out of the crib. Uh-huh. So so, but Trump was actually approached because they said we're either gonna we're gonna either gonna have a an internal civil war, or we're gonna we need you to do do this. Yeah, it was gonna be a hot coup if Hillary. I mean, it, right. basically, my understanding was, and you could probably verify this is that Trump was approached, but, that it, you know, it, it's kind of a a misnomer in a sense to say that, you know, that Trump was like installed as president, right? Not that, really. That's not really what, what happened. They approached him. My understanding is, is that they approached him. Work with us. Yeah. And they said, work with us, but you have to still win the election. I mean, that you have to win the hearts and the minds of the people, because ultimately that's really what has to happen here. This is really all about human. And- exactly. But you know what they did is they turned off the electronic um, the electronic, uh, uh, um, the uh, election fraud issues in 2016. This is why Hillary was so upset. Is that well, the the fake Hillary, um, and and she probably was upset before this. Um, but they turned off the electronic machines, like from Italy and all these other places that were going to attack and help her win. That's why. <clears throat> that's why my wife and I went to bed. Um, on 2016, November 2016, we're like, ah, Hillary won. Um, and we we didn't we didn't even pick up the, the you know. And then at three in the morning, I, I said we got to turn on the TV. She's like, why? What are you talking about? You turn the TV on, and Trump had won, and they were pissed off. And it's because he won fair and square, but that they they cut the cords from the Chinese and the other people that were trying to like do the electronic warfare. So he won, full on won that election in a, in the first real election. So everyone that was voted in in that election, including even senators and congressmen, were actually legitimate voted in. Okay. 
Okay, so let me go back to that then. So, so the idea was that he, if he didn't, well, let's just say he didn't win, that that no. ultimately there was going to be a hot coup, and as you pointed out, that hot coup at that point in time undoubtedly would have led to civil war back in yeah. yes. sixteen. Yes. I mean, we could sit here and we could argue all day long about twenty twenty, and right. what, you know what direction that would have gone because a lot of people say, well. You know, the whole civil war argument, I'm not so sure about that because, you know, people are saying that Trump won all 50 states. And, you know, I mean, he's got a, a, a right. massive majority of people had voted for him. Um, but this was the direction that they were going to go if Hillary right. had actually had won the election. And OK, so. All right. I'm glad that we covered that. So we're, the second exodus, the gold and silver, I like that. But I wanted to quickly go back and I just wanted to sort of clarify something else that you talked about having to do with debt forgiveness, because this is a big part of Nasara and Jasara, right? And that it's not just simply about, and you and I have talked about this before, that it's not about, yes, it's about leveling the playing field. It's about making people whole again, but it's not sure. about being meticulously and uh, making sure that everyone gets something equal. There's right, because it's... It's never about it's okay. never been about equal. Yeah. Okay. So let me let me see if I got this correct. Sorry. So the fiat system, the way that you were explaining it, in essence, is that in order to make money, if you're you know you're a banker, you're a financial person in a fiat system, it's all based upon debt. I mean, that's right. how you make profit in a fiat. As a system. business owner, I know that for a fact. Right. I mean, any business any business over the years has made normally taken debt to leverage to build to grow. Yeah. This is how you do it. But the new system is going to be based upon growth. So you're going to be able to make money, you're going to be the banks, the, the financial institutions are going to be able to profit by actually helping people grow. It's going to be based so the gold backed right. system is going to be kind of a, a complete inversion of the debt based system, which is the fiat. Exactly. Account. And that's the reason that we're going to have debt forgiveness. It's not so much about I mean, yes, it is about shutting the wrongs of the past in terms of all of these illegal, you know, loans and debts and the way that they've kept us, you know, their their boots on our throat. But really, I think from a larger perspective or from a broader perspective, it's more about taking away their power, which is all based oh. upon that debt existing. Is that well, let's, right? Let's put it to let's put it in different because I actually talked about this. And I'm not trying to just plug the book, but you know. Oh, Revelations of the Red Pill. I, I actually posed this exact thing. So let's just put two different people in, involved, okay? We got one person that, you know, I mean, the national average, what is like $50,000 someone makes, okay? So one person's got a lot of debt, and the other person has almost next to nothing, has really lived very, very cleanly. Let's just say that's the case. Right. Um, and so... You know, the person who lives cleanly goes, why should she get all the debt forgiveness? Right. She's I mean, it's it's wrong for Jody to be like made whole with and she's she's all in this. You know, I mean, all of her debts are just wiped out. So her house or her, her car and everything else. Right. But guess what happens by people who lived in that kind of debt? They normally don't have any cash. I mean, they, they got they got next to nothing in cash, and so they, and and they really are backward. They're they're, they're unprepared for the gold back system, so they're going to have to go through some real heavy reorganization, re-education, not not like Chinese communist reorganization, but but Good they're going to have to learn how to how to make 
money with money, which means saving, which is what my grandparents used to beat the snot out of me over that kind of issue. Mm -hmm. Now, on the other side of it, we have the person who's made who, who's made nearly the same money, let's say, and yet has very little debt. So he doesn't have any debt forgiveness. Like my, my father-in-law, who's 89 years old, he doesn't have a lot of money, but he's never he's never had any, almost any debt. Mm -hmm. And so, so he looks at it and goes, that's unfair, right? The first time I ever had this conversation, he goes, well, that's unfair. And I'm going, yeah, but here's the difference, Frank. You have the money in the bank. Everything that you have in the bank is revalued into gold. Mm -hmm. And so, because you've lived on this kind of thing, you know how to live inside of your means, which means that he's going to be farther than Jody ever has been. Frank is way farther ahead. He already knows how to do this, and he knows how to live in a gold-backed currency because it's it's super simple for him. But the person with the debt-based thing has to like – because guess what? That new death thing ain't coming back again. You ain't getting, getting another flush. Uh, and, and so we're going to have a lot of people that are going to be like, what happened? Why did it happen? You know, and, and they're going to have to be in classes just to figure this out. And, and, you know, and they're going to have to go, you cannot go back in debt. Um, and, and, and they're probably not even going to get loans the same way that they got before. Um, because in the, in the old debt system, we have these, you know, 700 credit scores and credit scores are debt to income ratio, right? So your income to debt. Well, when you have zero debt, then everyone's got a perfect credit score. Yeah. So those won't work. Guess what I predict? I predict that the banks will actually do by your budget. So you walk in there and go, I want to buy this house and it's $3,000 a month. Make up the number, right? And 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 you even if even without the compound interest, and you're like, I wonderful, I can pay for it, and you know, I mean, it's simple interest. Maybe it's a very tiny loan, whatever. But you're going, I want to buy that three thousand dollar house because that's what I've dreamed about. And the bank goes, you can't afford it because guess what? There's not going to be um, debt forgiveness for the bank either because they're not going to get to sell your loan off. Ah, okay. Because guess what? The bank doesn't get the FDIC bank back in them. So so the that loan is on that loan officer's, excuse me, ass. And it is so deeply on his ass that that they what they will do is they'll put in their little controls. And so they'll probably have to and they're probably talking about it right now. And and there's there's these unique things that, that they've they've existed in the past. In the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, that were that were old things. And basically all bankers did is they would look at your your budget and go, okay, so Jody, you don't get a loan for three thousand dollars. The most I'm gonna give you a loan for is seventeen fifty. And you're going, Well, how's that fair? Well, but this guy over here, he can get a loan for three thousand dollars because he's got the money. And he he can pay $3,000 in a second, and he can he can afford that. She can't afford that. And so she's going to go, well, that's unfair. That's not fair. And I'm like, it, so, so while you might feel this 
unfairness, I mean, the fairness, I mean, this wonderful thing, the debt forgiveness for the people and and unfair for the people who have some money or maybe wealthy, um, it, it's going to flip where, where what's going to happen is going, you're still going to have to build yourself up right. and you're going to have to build yourself up correctly by doing the right monetary things. I mean, like there's a guy named Rich uh, uh, Kiyosaki, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, it's, it, you're going to have to relearn some of these tools about how do I save and not just going out and buying the BMW that my dad has. Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So I, I know, I know I went off on that one, but, but we have a whole new system, not just a system of the new Republic with the new election kind of things and some of the stuff, but guess what? Trump is actually talking about new cities, new capabilities, new jobs out there. And, and you're going to go, you're going to have the ability to, to get ahead, but it means that you're going to have to like use your head to get ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I think I love this because it's so common sense. And, and personally, you know, I honestly think that, you know, it's having this conversation about debt forgiveness is really important. I hope that a lot of people listen to this because that's exactly the the first place that people go is, well, this that's not fair. You know, like it, it's, it has to do with the equity issue. But what you're pointing out is the people that are up to their eyeballs in debt, they don't have any money. That's the reason. They, they never have. They never have. And that's the reason that they're I mean, sure, there's an element to this. And I and I get it There's an element to it that has to do with fiscal responsibility. Sure. And that's the whole point is trying to basically reset the system on the right foundation so that people can have the ability to actually be fiscally responsible and not be trying. Well, to I mean, no, I mean, prison. Let, let me bet counterbalance that statement. I mean, there, there's. There's fiscal responsibility, and then there's people like you know their husband and wife, and the and the husband leaves her, and she's saddled with all the debt, and then she's screwed. And so well, there's right, a lot right. of people who are screwed in their circumstance. I get it. Well, right, but, right, but that's but you know, so there's a balance. Yeah, that's kind of the point that I'm making is that you know some people are you know they're they're in this situation for for the you know the reasons that we just described because they just you know they want to go out and buy the 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 BMW that they can't afford that's that's the fiscal responsibility I'm talking about but you're absolutely right I mean on a on an even I think more applicable to most people is that they're in this situation because of the way this whole debt prison is set up to begin with so right. when we have this debt forgiveness those people are going to be made whole in the sense that their debts are going to all of these debts are going to be wiped out it's going to be a clean slate for them to then rebuild but then the people that don't have the debt, they're the ones who already, you know, have the money. They're the ones that are in a in a better position, right? Right. And right. so therefore, in a sense, it kind of equalizes itself. And then it, you see it equalizes all the way through. And it's it, it's I I swear to you, because when we take away when we have no inflation and we have no IRS, everyone benefits. Right. There is zero people on the planet who won't benefit from the system but here's who here's why i get so irritated when i talk to these people these truthers who are pushing the lie that you know there's going to be the case of e-trusts inside of the nasara documents it does talk about people were sold in bonds you know and bonds and all this other stuff with that and they're like insurance policies okay 
I mean, I've had insurance policies where, you know, I got an insurance policy and there was a better one or, or, you know, we're up in the mount or we're whatever we're doing, right? You know, whatever that. And you get out of that old insurance policy and get into a new one. And do you get any money back for that insurance policy? No, because it's a term life insurance policy. In essence, what we're talking about, and Nasara talks about that, it cancels the bonds against the people. That means you don't get any money from it. You, 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 you can't get any money from it. What would it be if I took <clears throat> Jody here, who was Miss Debt Woman, right? She had $160,000 loan and her house still to go. She's got two cars and, you know, I mean, just a lot of debt. And what would happen if we now not just reverse her debt to zero, but we gave her $5 million? Well, she's going to quit her job. She's never going to go back to work. And she's going to start spending money like she has, like a drunken sailor, and and so you're now now she's and and as, it's, while it's good for the economy for the first like year, we have a lottery winnings of every single person, and and there's there's a movie that that people don't catch, Bruce Almighty. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. So he's he's typing all these and he's got all these prayers and he gets behind on his prayers. And he finally goes yes to everything. And it was every single person who wins the lottery. And <clears throat> what they only won is a hundred bucks. Yep. And and that's what they wanted with that. The the point is, is he, if every single person had five million dollars, it'd be worth a hundred bucks. Right. Absolutely. Because monopoly you, you can't do that. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Well, okay. Um, let me talk. Let, I wanted to pick your brain a little bit, and I think this is perfectly aligned with what we're talking about, Nasara Jasara, because um, a lot of folks have talked about the QFS and Nasara and Jasara essentially being the remedy to right. the issue that we have. Well, so many issues. I mean, pretty much all of them, but the border. Okay. And I kind of wanted to get a sense for you because th this has been getting a lot of attention lately. Obviously, there's been. I think somewhere about eight to 10 additional illegals coming across the border since fake Biden took office. Right. And we're, you know, we're, we're getting all types of reports and I've seen the videos. I'm sure you have as well. The, you know, the military age males just flooding across the border. And this, uh, you know, kind of raises, well, I mean, it raises a lot of questions uh, about how this issue is going to be rectified. Are we going to see a rash? I mean, we've, we've already been getting hit with a whole bunch of these fifth gen type of attacks. And certainly you've got a lot of folks out there. I mean, we mentioned Juan Osama, there's also Cliff High. There's been many others out there who've been predicting that within the next several months, but in, within the, you know, the immediate future, that there's going to be a big event that Juan calls a near-death experience. Some people call it the precipice of destruction, whatever you want to call it. Um, I want to get your take on that, whether or not you think, how how you how you sort of interpret that whole thing, whether or not you think, uh, how you see that playing out, number sure. one. And then as far as the border issue, I think it's connected to this because I'm starting to, to feel more and more as if this big event is going to be the activation en masse of a lot of these sleeper cells that have come across the border to hit us with God only knows what type of uh, attacks. And really, the the larger question, though, kind of it, it comes back to 
what's going to get people to want to go back to their home countries? How right. is this issue going to be resolved? Does Nassara and Jasara play a role in that? So I wanted you to speak on that if you would. So number one, we, we got, you know, 5 million, whatever, 8 million people all across the board, right? Uh, let me ask you a question. And, and this is more rhetorical for everyone to kind of, kind of do. Sit back and ask yourself a question. Do you think the White Hat military knows 5 million people just went across the border? I do. And how come they all have cell phones? <laughs> how come, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but they have bands on and they're getting federal funds. How are they getting that? Don't you think it's possible that they have GPS tracking on these these idiots? I do. Okay, so so I would I would posit a, 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 a posit there's a very fast way of fixing this. Number one, um, number two, um, Cliff High and um, Wano Saban both don't believe in in Nasara in the same way. Juan doesn't believe it at all, and Cliff doesn't believe it either i don't know what he does anymore i haven't figured out what he people talk about him and i can't watch it you know because I, I can't keep up with where he's going because it, it goes back and forth a little bit nice guy he's a very smart guy but but he, and he, he but there is a point of <clears throat> there has to be a salvation of the nation and see and i think that's where most of those people struggle when you struggle with the sorry you go how are you going to save us from this thing? And they and those people will say, no one's going to save you. And I'm like, well, then we're all screwed. We might as well just get our guns out and start shooting now. I mean, if you really think you are, we're in, this is why I came out against, and I'm going to say his name, so I'm sorry, but Jason Sakura brought up this little thing that there was going to be a zombie apocalypse on October 4th. And everyone who had the jab was gonna get like an e, you know, an yeah, EMP signal. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I and know. I came out hard on him, and and he's not said anything since about what he what he went on. But that that was completely ridiculous, as if the military go, oh yeah, we gave up a capability to like have an EMP weapon that would go off and kill off maybe a hundred million people. Come on, I mean. Didn't even make any sense. If if you if, if that really was the case, Trump should have started this thing back when he lost the election. So, so again, think with them some critical 3D kind of sense to him. And Trump gets off of airplanes in Atlanta and he's like does this little dancing around stuff. That's incongruous with a guy who must be frustrated and very scared of that thing. So so I would say I don't believe that those th those might be activations but I think they're fake activations. Again, false flags kill people. I believe this is a fake false flag. I don't even care what tips it off. I don't care if it's Taiwan or Palestine or <clears throat> the the border crisis or several of those things. The military goes mm-mm. You know, that, that, that's essentially what the EBS is. Uh-uh, we're, we're done. Um, and and so the, the whole point of the EBS is the truth that needs to be out to the people. So you can't have, like, they're fighting a hot war against 
like 5 million whatever, you know, that came across the border, I mean, that would totally defeat the point of of the EBS. And frankly, it, it makes zero sense. And, and I mean, when you really put it together with that, um, I think that there's, I think the military is way smarter than you think they are. And they've already had a plan for these idiots. That came well, you know, I, I agree with you. I do agree with you, but I will say just to kind of, you know, the, the flip side of the coin, I think like, let's just go back to what happened in Lahaina. Right. Yeah. And I think this is an example of, I mean, certainly there are a lot of theories. Nobody has any real concrete information about what happened, but certainly it it would seem as if that the deep state still has some teeth, right? They 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 still have these these directed energy weapons. They, small they small skirmishes. I, I don't I don't doubt. I, I don't doubt that they're and I don't doubt that people don't th- people want to say to me like we're going to go into a thousand years of peace. I'm like bah humbug. First off, that's not in the Bible anyway, but. You know, neither neither here nor there. We're you are not going to get rid of peace because you had Nasara Jassara. You're going to have hot spots of of cabal rising up. Okay, so don't don't expect everything like oh, it's all like you know sing song kind of thing. So I I think and the other thing that's going to happen is that when we talk what you got to think about what the EBS does when the EBS comes to even these guys that came across the border they'll have no funding they'll have no money they'll and they're listening to the EBS signal as well and if they're listening to the EBS signal, what are they going? It's like I'm done. I, I don't. I I never want. I never wanted to sign up for that because you know that they were told that they were going to live in the hotels and live high on the hog until they were able to take over the government. Mm-hmm. And when the lie comes out, they're going to go. I'm I'm done. Yeah. And, gonna... and, okay. <clears throat> so I would I would put to you this way. End of World War II, there were massive numbers, like 350,000 um, uh, uh, of the Germans would just give up. And they had massive superiority, but they knew they lost. I think that we're about ready to see that kind of thing. I think the EBS does way more stuff and the Gitmo kind of trials way more stuff to scare the people of going you want to get jiggy with me well this is what's going to happen <laughs> and, and and so secondly is that if you got gps signals on them going okay come over to the houston area whatever that place is and we'll fly you home because the only way that you get to participate in jasara is um is go back to your house and and by the way, if if they're peaceful kind of guys, which many of them are not, many of them are, they're going to go. I don't want to be here. I mean, I want to be by my family. I don't want to be in. I want to be by Colombia. That's all my family, and that and and Colombia is going to get rebuilt. Mm-hmm. So why do they want to be? Why do they want to be in Houston when they could be in Colombia? Gotcha. So I I just I I have a. I have a, we're looking at this as the problem. And I go, you think the military didn't know that he would open the borders up? 
and and so if they didn't know about this, they're the dumbest group of guys you got, you got out there. So like, you know, I'm going 3D this one. Think this one through. If they got no plan, no, they're screwed. And and yet we've seen that they've had a plan all the way through. So <clears throat> while we might have little skirmishes here and there trying to gather up these idiots and put them on an airplane to fly them back to Columbia or whatever, you know, um, you, you know, we uh, we we might have twenty guys fighting out in a hotel, you know, room because they really didn't listen to it. And by the way, that happened in in after World War II. Do you know that there were um, there were pockets of of guys who never heard the emperor uh, give his his um, dec- declination speech in 1945? So even in the early 60s, they would go on to some of these islands. Guys were there. Um, one, two, three guys would be there, and they've been living for 20 years on that island, thinking the war is still going. Wow. And and so when you when you kind of go back, and that's why I always say, you know your history a little bit, and you might, well, all history is destroyed. Well, that isn't destroyed. We know that kind of stuff. So know your history a little bit, and military is going to use that history against the cabal. Mm. So it's it's and when you say when you tell when you talk directly to the people, which Trump does all the time, so why wouldn't he kind of go, you know what, you want to have your stuff back? Go back to Colombia and, and you're you're gonna get all of your stuff. Well, fine, I'm done. Uh, I'm I'm out of here because this isn't what I signed up for. So this kind of like okay, so this really just let's kind of put an, you know, maybe kind of wind it down a little, put an end cap on it here. But you know, I think really what the way I'm understanding your analysis is we've got the military, like we kind of talked about before on one side, and then you've got the financial pressure on the other side, kind of like a almost like a seesaw or attention of opposites or whatever you want to whatever you want to call it. And then there's Trump in the middle as the commander in chief, but also having his background of being, you know, an economist who, you know, uh, so there, there's all these things. So I think it really begs the question. And I know that it's really hard to, to answer that question, but what is going to be, in your view, um, or as close as you can get to answering this question, what is going to be the the event that's going to sway Trump in one in the direction of saying, okay, it's finally time? Because everybody out there listening is yeah. asking that question right now. What is the holdup? Why, if if the EBS is going to solve all of these issues? Right. It's going to solve the border. It's going to solve all. I mean, everything that we've discussed tonight. What are they waiting for? Well, and, and you know, I, I mean, and and that is one of the hardest questions in the history of the world. Is. I'm sorry, but I had to do it. I no, it's, it's fine. I mean, because I know you've answered some of this stuff in your own way. And we all answer this in our own, own circumstance. But I would say this. First off, number one, Scott's got this much information. Right. And Trump's got way more information now. One of the things you don't know about Trump, he doesn't know everything about everything that's going on in the world. I mean, he doesn't like maybe know he doesn't know, you know, like some issues that are maybe happening in in my town or whatever, or or even some of the some of the truthers conversations here. He might not know that. But but, you know, he's obviously got way more information and you still got to say this one point. What's the amount of tipping point that you have to do? And you need to make a, a, 
a decision. So I want to go backward in time and 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 tell you this one. Eisenhower had the exact same decision on on January 6th or June 6th. So he wanted to launch it on the June 5th, but the the waters were too bad. So that was preventing him from doing that. And they they went back to the weather forecast of the meteorologist at the time that rudimentary meteorologist and they are telling him you couldn't do this until like almost july and you're going he's going crap if i can't do it until july well then i gotta pull the trigger do you see the point it it, 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 if you see what he was making a calculated risk and and the other things i mean i I mean i could go back into you know the the bombings that they did the pre-carpet bombings of of the the beaches were not sufficient enough to do anything on the American side. The um the pre-bombings in the morning were only two hours long and they really didn't hit the right spots. So that's why many of in the Utah and the and the other divisions they they were just cut to pieces um in this. So what happens is that and and did you know that Eisenhower wrote a speech? If this thing fails, it's all on me. So I want you to think about Trump for a second, and he's got that Eisenhower level D Day response because in essence we're talking a D Day. Um, <clears throat> what are the risks that outweigh the reward? And so I would say that he's always he's been doing this for a long time. And he's got a go, no go kind of response out there. And um, you also got to like know who's saying no go to you. You're like, okay, I know you're saying no go, but really, um, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the tire tires on, on the, on the Jeeps are not thick enough for this mud or whatever dumb thing they're saying. And you're going really, um, is that enough to say no go to this thing? And I think still it comes down to a human decision because what we found is that this is event driven. It's not a date driven point. Um, so I think he's still going to have to make, and guess what? Decisions. One of the things that you have to know about decisions, we talked about mind, will, and emotions. Decisions are emotional. They're not logic-based. They're emotional. You cannot do it. That's why computers don't do decisions very well. I don't care what AI tells you. You have to have the will and the emotions in there to get you to make a decision. And so no one makes a decision outside of their emotional status. And so I think Trump is balancing his emotions with his will, with his which is indomitable, with his logic, which is which is indomitable. So, how much is his emotional state activated by what he's hearing? That's the question I always have. And so, he's gonna have that right information. And and I think when they kind of get up to it, he goes. But if he's getting a whole bunch of no goes, he's probably asking the question, which I would be asking the same question. Okay, if you're not saying, let's use the same point of June 6th. If you're not saying June 6th, when's the next date, right? And if it's 
well, it's June, you know, 30, 30th. Well, I'm not willing to wait that long. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm not willing to wait that long. It would put us at way greater risk because we're ready to pop right now. Does that so, make sense? So, so Trump is trying, I think it sounds to me like, or at least my sense here is that Trump is trying to give the military the leeway. And because I think that, I think that's the big thing is that once the cat gets out of the bag, you know, like once the EBS goes off and there's, there's no, it's, it's out of his hands. I mean, and, and by the way, every time military operations happen, uh, it's, it's always been out of his hands. Every military commander tells you that, that, um, battles are just organized chaos. Whoever can like operate in the, in the chaos is the one that's going to come out of it. Okay. All right. So is, do you think that, uh, do you think that Trump is trying, well, I guess where I was going with this is that my understanding has been that the military, not that they don't want the EBS, but they're yeah. far more inclined to take the long and winding road, the painstaking sure. approach, because they're tasked with everything that's going on underneath the ground. Right. And from a tactical perspective, it favors the White Hats right. to do this prior to the EBS, because once all right. this information comes out, the element of secrecy is gone. It changes the it completely changes the battlefield. And both you and I know that there's no way that they're going to clean out all of these dumbs and they're no. going to take down and that all of these no. kinetic operations around the world are going to get tied up in a neat little bow before the EBS goes off. So the military is kind of leaning in that direction. So it sounds to me like Trump is trying to give them when we know that he I mean, he, he constantly talks. He about right. And he asks them and he wants to give them everything that they need to accomplish the mission. But on the other side. You've got a system that's basically imploding and you've got right. all these. So how much longer can it go on? And I, I just, you know, we'll never be able to answer this question, but it's a fascinating question to me. I keep wondering to myself, what is going to be, you know, the the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back that finally, well, finally says financial people, financial people do this all the time. Uh, you know, um, it's a risk reward issue. And, and uh, so I'm going to I'm, I'm going to talk like a financial person because I am and I'm going to I guarantee you Trump talks like a financial person. It's a risk reward issue. And, you know, uh, and, and, and you know, while we talk about the military, you know, has these goals, if they're going if they're also saying, man, you, you, you know, I know you want to get that those three extra dumbs. But you know what? We don't even have the money anymore. Um, that also can play a role in it too. Um, if, if they don't have the money anymore in the fiat system, see, that's the other thing. They're working off of the fiat system until the gold back currency comes in. So are they running out of money too? That's the question. And if they, when they run out of money, well, they got to go, all bets are off. We got, we got to, we got to kick this thing off. Then the military jumps in and goes, we want it off before the financial people are ready, you know, and that could also be the case. So what's the tipping point? And again, we have, they have a lot more information, you know, with that too. But, but you know what I, we, we kind of have, have realized is America is the center of this sucker. Absolutely. You know, he has said it, if America falls, the world falls. Right. So, right. 
guys, keep your where you got to do is keep your heart centered. You can't fix this stuff. You can't do anything about it. You that's why I get up in the early morning, I turn off all the lights and I'm in prayer because I I mean, if I don't, I'm freaking out. And 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 I'm not just, you know, I, I'm just as pissed off at times. It hasn't happened. But I'm also kind of going, God, you know when this thing is happening. And I don't say like your will be done kind of that. That's that's a really bad kind of viewpoint. God has an absolute time thing for everything to occur. It says in Ecclesiastes, there's a time for war and there's a time for peace. And and are we at that time, that moment of time, that point of saying it's done? And and so that's the question. Are we in that ecclesiastical ecclesiastical moment of it's time right now to do it? And I think think we are edging on that that's that that moment. That's and why it just really hinges upon. I mean, taking it out of the spiritual context for a moment, but for really for you, it sounds to me like it it really all it all centers around the. <laughs> Once the, I mean, because I didn't, I w- I really hadn't thought about this that the White Hats are still operating on that fiat system as well. Absolutely. And it, that it, at the end of the day, what it really comes down to is that when the money dries up, that's it. And then, you yeah. know, I mean, I know we've been on for a while, but let me just ask you one quick question, then we'll wrap this up because I, I I've been wondering about this myself, and you may have spoken about this in the past, but where is the money coming from if they're not printing any money? Well, that's a great point because guess what? Um, I've always asked, I've always said this kind of point, you know, I mean, why is a hammer, you know, 580,000, I mean, 580 bucks when you can buy it down at, at the harbor store for five bucks. It's that's where the money comes from. You know, that's where, and normally is, a, is the cabal doing this instead of the cabal making their money, all that money is going in to the white hat work. And, and, and here's the reality, and I've said this to people over and over again. If we really had the white, uh, the the black cats in control, like you think they are, you could do this in your own check checkbook. And I I I swear to you, you could t- you can take your own check. Go look at December 31st and do it from 2020, 2021, 2022, to, and and you will see that your um, deductions, now if you haven't changed your deductions and if you have a, a, a salaried base point, it has gone down what they've taken out. Now, if we're in a fiat system that is in a massive inflationary point, they should be taking more money out. And they did in Obama's term. So <clears throat> if they're taking out less money, they don't. They only have a certain amount of money. And, and so where are they taking from? is all the cabal money. And again, we're in the fiat mode. We cannot be in the gold-backed currency because it has to be, it's called a global currency reset. It's everyone has to go all at once. Hmm. And, and, is, and, it true, is it true to your understanding then that they haven't printed any new uh, US dollars? Absolutely, not for 2017. So, okay. so okay. you know, you, you got you got that problem. So I mean, they they can they can always print more digital stuff, but but again, you you do that and and you do that at your own peril because then you you know you 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 know you have to raise the inflationary rates. 
That's right. Um, and so, I mean, and then, and then when you raise inflationary rates, you discourage people from buying anything. And then businesses shut left and right. Why do you think San Francisco has no businesses down the street? And I always say that too. People, I'm like, guys, the, the, this thing is like, I know it's chicken, chicken and egg kind of thing here, but, but we're, we are coming. Both of them are like Thelma and Louise, you know, almost driving off the cliff. And, and, and we're just trying to go, when's the point that they jump out of the car before they let that thing go over the cliff? Mm -hmm. Um, and see, most of the truthers who don't really understand the SAR think we're just going to, it's going to go over the cliff. And, and I'm like, you don't understand what that means. That, that means we're going back to a feudal system where an EMP, I mean, there's a, a TV series called The Revolution and an EMP goes off and, 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 and just like every Mad Max movie you ever saw, right? That's what would actually occur if we really went this bad, well, that's what I've that's what I've continually said is I mean at a certain point you can't get the you know you can't get the the toothpaste back in the tube right I mean right. once this goes past a certain point right that's it I mean game over and there's there's not going to be I mean it, it, I don't think the military would be it, it would be impossible for them to rein it back in at that point right. so I it, I mean I, that's why I'm inclined to believe that they're going to stop this thing before it gets too far because they they really don't have a choice. Right. And so so we and we don't know how far it is. And we also don't know how much CGI is going to be performed at that moment, too. I mean, we, we don't really know how much CGI they're going to present to you. And 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 th that might piss you off as a as a truther or as a as a as a patriot. You know, don't get too focused on that. What's the point? We're focusing. I mean, if you're going to focus on, you know, the, the fake false flag or, you know, them not telling you the truth, I'm like, stop. Focus on what's the real point. It's people learning the real truth. Okay. That's the stuff that you need to figure out. And that's the, you know, the child trafficking and the things that the things that we want to see done. Um, sometimes you might have to do it really, you know, ugly and you might have to lie to the people a little bit. And guarantee you, sometimes that happens when you're in a military operation. They don't tell the people all the truth. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, this has been amazing, Scott. We've been on now for I think uh, close to two and a half hours. So I don't want to I don't want to push it too far. <laughs> all right. Talk to you all night, though. I mean, this has been a fascinating conversation. I really do appreciate it. So um, you've said it you said it all tonight. But uh, I always give my guests the opportunity at the end to leave us with some final thoughts, maybe tell us a little bit about where folks can find more information about your work, what you see coming down the road, anything that we haven't talked about that you want to mention? Not, re not really. I mean, I'm at drscottyoung.com. You can find me on Telegram as well. I mean, I get a lot of fakers, you know, I mean, on TikTok and, and uh, Twitter, I'm just at, at Dr. Scott Young. But you, if you want to find me fastest, drscottyoung.com and then it's all the little the links are right there so if you really want to find me fast you can kind of go to any one of those link points super simple and yeah. all the fakers by the way there's a ton of fakers trying to tell you to like buy some qfs oh, you know kind of stuff and and i got i got a bunch of i know you you're getting a bunch of this stuff too i do too yeah absolutely and they're attacking the snot out of truthers and I, there's nothing we can do about this, guys. We, we have tried everything to do this. I believe that the quantum financial system, when it goes off, 
those guys get wiped off because they're in the they're in the fiat and we're going to be in the gold back that they're, they're going to be completely done don't fall for that absolutely don't fall for that so that's my, that's my last point i mean you know anybody who's watching this tonight i've said this many many times but you know i you know <laughs> We all know. I mean, I think if you've been around for a while now, you know that there is going to be impersonators. Anytime you get any kind of traction, uh, somebody there are going to be people out there. Neither Dr. Scott or myself or anybody else is going to be private messaging you, trying to sell you crypto, trying to get you signed up on some website. It, it's just it's all BS. So it's all it's all AI and 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 whatever the heck that you know there are little bot farms and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, crap. Absolutely. That's why we can't get rid of them. They're like mosquitoes. You know, I mean, it's like you swat, them, you swat them down and they're like 25. But the, but the QFS going off will. Mm-hmm. It, it, it cuts them off because they're they're going to have to operate only in the Q. They're, they're illegal anyway. So they don't get the go back currency. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Fix. It's a fix. So. All right. Well, this has been great, Scott. Thank you so much. Dr. Scott Young dot com is his website. Truly amazing. I'm an, I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm awestruck by the fact that I have the opportunity to have these conversations. I never imagined that I'd be in this position to bring my audience such amazing information at such a crucial moment in history. I mean, this is just, I mean, I get chills, you know, when I talk about it because I realize how close we are. And, you know, we, we really are living through a historic moment right now. And to be able to bring, people together to be able to put out this information to share that spread the truth it's it's been the greatest blessing of my life and i just want to say thank you for the honor of having you come on my show and certainly it, we're going to do always that. here for you yeah we're going to do it again soon uh so thank you everybody out there in the audience and just so you guys just so you know uh dr scott we've had uh several thousand people tune into the live stream today. And I know that we're going to have many, many more people who are going to watch this video. So I just want to say thank you to the audience. It really makes a huge difference when you guys tune in. We love you. We really love each and every one of you out there. So I'll be back soon with another report. And until then, God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out.